the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5. K298CO Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jeremy House in Washington. At least four people have died in a night of intense shelling across Ukraine, while Moscow's second largest airport briefly suspended flights following a foiled drone attack near the Russian capital. Also on SRNews.com, two Florida police officers were shot and critically injured during a traffic stop while the suspect was fatally shot by SWAT team members several hours later. Orlando Police Chief Eric Smith says the team tracked down the gunman to a hotel where he was hiding in Orlando's busy tourism district. The SWAT team responded to the hotel at 6 a.m. and was able to safely evacuate the hotel. The suspect barricaded himself in a room. Several attempts to get the suspect to surrender were made and refused to give up. At 8.58, the suspect shot at our SWAT officers multiple times. SWAT officers returned fire, striking the suspect. The suspect is now deceased. Smith's comments were aired on WFTV. This is SRN News. Bad decisions limit future options. Make enough bad decisions and you destroy your life. Listen to The Flotline with your host, Rick Hughes, every Sunday morning at 7.30 here on AM 1280 The Patriot. The Flotline describes a main line of resistance in your soul, built on God's Word. Join us every Sunday for 30 minutes of inspiration, motivation, education, all without manipulation. The Flatline with Rick Hughes, every Sunday morning at 7.30, here on AM 1280, The Patriot. It's AM 1280, The Patriot, inside your 1 o'clock hour this Sunday afternoon. Stay tuned, the Northern Alliance Radio Network's coming up. But first, a quick look at your Sunday forecast. Today's high, mid-70s. With some rain sprinkled throughout the day today, even to your evening hours, expect some rain as well. Cloudy skies tonight, low of 62 degrees. Monday, partly sunny, high around 80. Monday night's low, 61 with clear skies. It's AM 1280, The Patriot. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. Hello there. Benjamin Cruzy here, filling in for Brad Carlson. And joining me on a microphone that isn't live, NASCAR Kelly Gunderson. Howdy. There you there go. There we go. You don't have to punch anything. No, but it's a good thing. I saw the little Me and Spencer uh, worked out a deal knowing how much you're going to talk today. He's just going to shut my mic down randomly. He's just going to shut your mic off so I can get a word in edge. Sure. How are you doing on a rainy summer afternoon? Well, it wasn't rainy where I was in the northern metro. No, it's, we were supposed to get this big old storm. 
Yeah. We were supposed to get a little bit of rain yesterday and uh-huh. a whole bunch of rain today. Yeah. And it rained as it was driving down here. But it was a little uh, little cell in Bloomington, and that was it. Yeah. And nobody I, turned their headlights on. I think I caught it just before I got to uh, Egan. I, I got I caught it. But, I yeah, the northern metro, it, it seems like it's coming from the south, and it's going north. And as it's I like should hitting, probably look at a radar while I'm talking about that. Well, I looked at a radar 30 minutes ago uh, on my way down here. Things and, change in 30 minutes. I know, but still, when I was driving, the uh, – precipitation seemed to dissipate as it was getting closer to the downtowns. Yeah, it's all south of us. So I saw, like, the Vikings were doing some something at uh, the Egan facility. I don't know what they call anything anymore. I think they call that practice. <laughs> that, thank you, Spencer. The, I'm not. They don't pay us anything. We don't have to say. <laughs> we don't have to give them free advertising. You, 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 you the practice teams, facility. You need to name your facilities and your stadia. After things, Stadia. That because I, what if you you know if you change your sponsor, I still want to refer to it as something. Exactly. Do I still call it the Metrodome? Right. Um, so the Vikings, I guess, yesterday called off some fan event they were having today at the practice facility. In but there Egan. was supposed to be lightning today. Because yeah, they were afraid of the uh, the storms and everything. But just like good old Minnesota weather, wait ten minutes and it'll change. No, I'm looking at the radar right now. The the cells that are hitting the Twin Cities are coming from the east, so that's oh, okay. ominous. That's weird. Uh, they're also tiny, so they're very isolated. Yeah. So. Oh, well. It's just, I've been waiting all summer for a real good boomer of a storm. We've had a couple. Where have no, you been? No, we've had little, we've had little piddly things. Like, I've lost my power three times this summer, Benjamin. We have had decent thunderstorms. <laughs> you you just Benger- have been. You call me Benjamin. No, I realize I live in. You've been sleeping through that. No, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I live in northeast Minneapolis, and this weird thing happens. To where the storms kind of split before yes. they hit, this, hit Minneapolis and St. Paul. Yep, they go down. They and come... they must hit you instead. Well, I gotta uh, come up to your neck of the woods. Well, sometimes they split before they get to my area too, up in Anoka County, because they're coming down ninety four from like St. Cloud. You can see it come come. Just it follows the freeway, and once it gets to like, um, uh, well, not quite Maple Grove, but just past Maple Grove. Yeah, it does seem to kind of split off. Yeah. And sometimes some sort of heat bubble or something. We'll like get that. something, and sometimes we won't. But I, yeah, I've lost power a couple of times because of weather this year. So, and that's always fun. I want one I, when I'm up at the lake. I want one too. I want a nice big, crazy storm up at the lake. I not that's at the very lake. Reactive. I'm afraid of a tree falling on on a cabin or on something. Oh, well, it, my my dad is so like, oh, I'll, I'll get this. Hold on. <laughs> Tree fell in the. I'll take care of it. Let me get the. Let me get the uh, the chopper down. There we go. <laughs> get the chainsaw out. Exactly. Yeah, but I'm afraid like being in a cabin during a thunderstorm and having a tree fall on the cabin while I'm in it. That's... You're more likely to be eaten by a bear. Oh, okay. Good to know. <laughs> good to know. So that's what you should be worried about. Okay, I'll keep that in mind next time <laughs> I go up north. I just I don't know. I have romantic feelings about being up at the lake and in a storm rolling through. Sure. I mean, it's pretty and all that stuff. I like, you know, seeing a nice thunderstorm. I don't I don't have a this is why I miss having a front porch because I would love you just sit and yep. watch it. When I was a kid, we had a, a front porch in my house in St. Paul and yeah, Taddy responsible. It's it, it was always kind of nice just watching the rain come down and hearing some thunder. Yeah. So, yeah, I get that. Um 
Hi, Ben. What do you want to talk about today? Well, <laughs> I don't want to be those 40-year-olds complaining about getting older. And <laughs> well, we could. I don't know what qualifies you for a midlife crisis. Oh. Um, but, no, more and <laughs> My more. My last three years, <laughs> basically. More and more I, you know, uh, think about, you know, uh, what it was like for our generation growing up. And there's not a lot of people talking, not a lot of Gen Xers hitting the airwaves to talk about us. You got a lot of boomers complaining. Sure. You have a lot of millennials complaining. Right. But us Gen Xers. We kind of just go with the flow. We like to stay out of the limelight and just, <laughs> just uh, you guys complain. We're going to be back here yeah. doing stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but then I get the call saying, hey, you want to be on the show? And then on Monday, uh, Pee Wee Herman dies. Yes. And, and it was 70. Yeah. Like that was the part that threw me. Like he was seventy. Yeah. Holy cow! So like a child, it was like a child his entire life, and good for him. So we never really knew how old, how old he, was. he was. Right, right. So I was thinking about going. Well, that means when he was doing Pee Wee's Playhouse on Saturday mornings, he was well into his forties, right? Yeah, probably. Which that throws me off because I thought he was this like young twenty-something or whatever back in the. Well, man, I don't know. Maybe well, yeah. When did Paul Rubens was born? Uh, uh, but anyway. 52. He was born, yeah, 1952 if he was 70. Right. Yeah, so he'd have been 44. He'd have been my age. No. When, when he was doing 86, 32. Pee-wee's Playhouse. 32 doing Pee-wee's Playhouse. Yeah. Um. So I love, I'm a big movie guy. I watch movies when there's nothing on or nothing to do. Good. And decide, you know what? I'm going to watch Pee-wee's Big Adventure for the first time since I was like 11. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good movie. Well, I, I, this is the thing. Yeah. There's a lot of 80s movies uh-huh. that I remember loving. Yes, I know. But now that I'm old, is it good? Right? Or was I just dumb? I just had this discussion uh, with some friends about Spaceballs. Because we were, uh, sorry. That movie's phenomenal. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now here's my deal with it. Okay. I remember watching it when I was, I don't know, 11. Let's just keep 11 as like the age that you remember watching something good that you enjoyed it. And- I, I, a few years ago, I think it was available on like Prime or something like that. And I was like, oh, kids will love this. And we watched it. I didn't like the movie. You didn't? I didn't. And I don't know if it was because I was watching it with my children who were like 11 or 12 at the time um, or, or what it was. But I was like, this isn't as good as I thought it was. Oh, well, you're wrong. I know. Mel Brooks is amazing. He's hilarious. I love it. It's him. a perfect send up of sci-fi movies. Yeah. But I, for some reason, didn't like it as much so, watching it as an adult as I did as a pre-teen. Spaceballs out in 87, which means I was eight years old. My mom took me and my brother, who yeah. was six at the time, to see that in the theater. Yes, right? And about 15 minutes in, she's thinking, this, isn't this was a mistake. Now, that's what I was thinking when I was watching it with my kids going, okay, the humor is more adult than I thought it was going to be. a little more mature than it, yeah. And so- this is before we invented the PG-13. Right. The mom brain of, of me and probably your mother, too, is was like, okay, how much are they going to get this? How much is going to go over their heads? Oh, me and my brother loved it. Yeah. It was phenomenal. Right, because you didn't get all the adult stuff. Right. It went right over our head. Right, right. So I was just kind of thinking the whole time going, okay, I just have to kind of go along with that. And I think that's what threw me was like, I don't remember it being like this when I watched it when I was whatever age I was. So I put 11, in 12. So I, I put uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. Onto uh, the old uh, plasma screen, 
and it's it hold, it's it's a very good movie. Yeah. Um it's tight. It's exactly 90 minutes long. Okay. It has no superfluous anything. It just joke 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 scene scene scene. Yeah. Boom 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 done. Yeah. And it never really drags. Yeah. And you watch it going Okay, this I was watching this when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bunch of jokes in here that you couldn't get away with now. Uh, but the thing about Pee Wee Herman is he was telling a bunch of jokes that I don't think he could get away with then. It's just nobody noticed what he was doing. Right. He okay. got away with a lot of stuff because it seemed like, oh, he's just doing this thing. When in actuality, no, I'm intentionally doing something I shouldn't be doing and getting away with it in front of your face. <laughs> And uh, I don't know if you know this about uh, Paul Rubens. What's that? Uh, do you know who wrote uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure with him? Who is the co-author, the co-writer? Uh, I've heard writer? this. I've heard this, and i got to go through my names of people who... It should be on the top of your... It's it's one of your favorite people is, in the world. Is it Phil Hartman? It's Phil Hartman. Yes, yes. Okay. That was the first name that came to my mind was Phil Hartman. Yeah. So this is the first movie he ever wrote. Yeah. And they didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. So they went and they bought a book about how to write movies, how really? to write a screenplay. Screenplays for dummies. Essentially, but yeah. this is before the dummy books were out. Right. Um, and it said uh, a minute per page, and you want to have three acts and 30 pages per act. And sure enough, you hit That's 30 exactly minutes in, it's, there's, the, there's the act break, 30 minutes. And it's so formulaic to what the book says mm-hmm. that afterwards, like, film schools say watch this movie it nails screenwriting perfectly wow it's not because they knew anything because they just aped it from this book that they bought okay but it works the jokes works i I, you know it's uh the basement of the alamo large marge who like lived in my my nightmares (laughs) was in that movie for about 45 seconds (laughs) oh my gosh it's very good and i gotta watch it again and so it got me into that like this is the thing you have been doing a lot and that I have been doing a lot. What's and that? I think it's because we have hit this age. We hit these YouTube rabbit holes. Oh, God, where yeah. Where it's, I watch one thing, now I'm watching 20 things. Right, yep. And so after I watched that, I was like, wait a minute. Pee-wee's uh, uh, Playhouse, mm-hmm. the, the CBS show, that wasn't the first version of that. Okay. The first version of that was a stage show he did in Los Angeles with Phil Hartman. okay. And I remember, I think it was like either Showtime or HBO, like videotaped it and aired it late nights on oh, HBO. Oh, okay. So it was an HBO show. Yep. It was the Pee Wee Herman show. It was an hour long. Yep. Uh, and it was it was a parody of a children's show. Right. With ridiculous adult humor. Yeah. Very adult. Oh my gosh! And when uh, like someone someone at CBS said, "Hey, we want to do a children's show with you," it's like, "Could you do that but strip out all the adult stuff?" <laughs> and instead of stripping out all the adult stuff, he just layered like it was still there. Really? You, wa- you watch episodes of Pee Wee's Playhouse, and that adult stuff is still there. It's just you don't see it. Yeah. Because it's the 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 thickness of children's show. So, but then you watch it as an adult, and you go, "Oh, I see what he's doing." <laughs> I see exactly what he's doing. How did we allow this on the air? Oh, I got to watch it then. So it's just, it's something about, there's something magical about nobody's paying attention. We can get away with anything. Yeah. And that's where real great comedy thrives. Once the suits start 
messing cluing with it. in and clocking what you're doing yep. and start tinkering, mm-hmm. that's when comedy dies. Right. And it's it's happening more and more now right. than yeah. ever before. Of you got to get stuff approved before you do stuff. And, and this is what I want to talk about to begin with. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to call in with your uh, recollections of growing up in the 70s and 80s, 651-289-4488. Um, the, there's a lot of people complaining about boomers. There's a lot of people complaining about millennials and Gen Xers or uh, Gen Zers. Yeah. Um, us Gen Xers seem to be avoiding all of this war. I love it. This culture war. But I would like to take an hour and just like I think we are fortunate. Those of us that grew up in the 70s and 80s are fortunate that we were the last generation to avoid. The you know the internet was invented you know during our growing up right kind of. like yeah. after you left high school in yeah. the middle of when I was going to high school yep. is when the internet really started coming around right and it wasn't until the next generation that had to live their life having all this information pumped into them in real time right we get we got to avoid that yeah and so I would just uh, instead of just doing the nostalgia thing and hey wasn't this movie great and hey wasn't this song great we go hey. We actually benefited a lot yeah. and and succeeded in life, if you could call this success, <laughs> because well, we grew up Gen X. And I think we were able to ride the bumps a little easier. I like this. From Lakeville to Lake Superior and Champlin to Chile, we're where you are. We are Intelligent Radio. Listen anytime, anywhere at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. At Consumer Cellular, you get the same exact coverage as the largest carriers for up to half the cost. Same thing, up to half the cost. Less money for the exact same thing. Hope this is clear enough. Consumer Cellular, when freedom calls, they're here to answer. Switch today and get a second month of service for free. Go to ConsumerCellular.com slash free month and enter promo code free month. Half the cost savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 5 gigabyte data plan and unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023. Promotion subject to terms and conditions. I'm Scott Trout, attorney and CEO of the domestic litigation firm Cordell & Cordell. We help men deal with the life changes triggered by divorce, such as child custody and property division, among many others. But life changes also 
occur after divorce. These changes can make parts of your existing court order irrelevant. If you feel a modification to your court orders might be necessary, talk to us at Cordell & Cordell. We're a partner men can count on. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Twin Cities attorneys, a partner men can count on. CordellCordell.com. Record-setting four-time Emmy Award winner Michelle Tafoya discusses politics and the state of our culture, free from mainstream media pressures. That means you'll find unhindered commentary and astute observations that bring greater depth to the topic at hand. Insight from subject matter experts and thought leaders round out the conversation. Watch the Michelle Tafoya podcast free on YouTube or stream via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Whether you're preparing for a typical Sunday morning or a special holiday service, you'll find an array of helpful, creative tools from Worship House Media. From countdown timers to sermon illustrations, visit worshiphousemedia.com. That's worshiphousemedia.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Benjamin Cruzy filling in for Brad Carlson this Sunday afternoon. That's my theme song. Thank AM you, Spencer. The, the Buggles is your theme song? Video killed the radio star. Right. I used to... Uh, you watched a lot of Friday night videos, didn't you? Yes, I did. I <laughs> um, Any radio station that I've been on, I have usually begged a producer to add that as a uh, a bumper. I just love that song so, so much. So it's that song... If you listen to the lyrics of that song, right. it is a really great written song. The Buggles yeah. didn't write it. Okay. But it's like that they're you talking. know this is hilarious. Go on. <laughs> I'm just, they're, they're shouting at Marconi ins- and stuff like this. <laughs> Such an encyclopedia you are. Go on about that song, The Buggles. I think, I think the words you're looking for is know it all. <laughs> Not really, but, but okay. But it's because it was the first video aired on MTV. Right. Everyone thinks of it as this throwaway song. When, oh, I love it. No, it's. It, it, it's it's a lot it's a lot like uh, Elvis Costello's uh, Elvis Costello's Radio Radio. Yes. It's like there's a ch- this this was documenting a change in the industry. Uh huh. And it did a very good job of it. Yeah. Uh, we're t- uh, I'm Benjamin Cruzy. I'm 44. That's Kelly. She's 40. How dare you? Don't you even get close? <laughs> You're a Gen Xer. We're, we're talking a, about that's Gen X. All stuff. I'm talking. I'm in my 40s. Yes, in her 40s. I didn't say I didn't say the number after the. 40. I know. I thought you were going to. <laughs> I come across this desk and smack you. But anyway, oh, there's a desk here. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, I like being a Gen Xer. We are not. We're not going to try to be nostalgically Gen Xers, but a little bit. I, a little bit. But yeah. I want to talk about uh, something more profound. That I think I am proud to be a Gen Xer. I am glad that we grew up at the time we did. So am I. In the absence of all of the technological revolution that came after we left high school. Right. uh, That we avoided. The internet was supposed to bring us all together, and it's tearing us apart. (laughs) And we didn't have to go through any of that growing up. Right. And I think that made us stronger. Yeah. Eric has called in uh, to talk about uh, growing up Gen X. Hi, Eric. Hey, good afternoon, both of you. How are you? Good. I'm doing all right. Well, I just wanted to to call in. Uh, you're definitely striking a chord as a Gen Xer myself. Uh, I definitely wholeheartedly agree. Uh, growing up in the 80s, being a product of the 80s, we uh, are the beneficiaries of something those that came after us certainly don't have. And as I was listening to your conversation, uh, I'm just thinking of the stuff that, that uh, I hold dear, such as being a paper boy and paper routes. I don't even know <laughs> if they have paper routes anymore. Yes. Uh, uh, landlines. 
Oh. You know, back when, when there was a busy signal, it meant somebody was actually busy and you had to wait and call back. No, worse uh, than I that, going if, and, you had a, if you had a, like, a crush call you, they had to talk to your parents for about 15 seconds while you came to the phone, and it was a nightmare. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, Mad Magazine and candy cigarettes at the local gas station. Oh, yeah. Yep. I remember 40-cent candy bars. Oh. <sighs> Which now are over two dollars. I remember personal pan pizzas <laughs> and the book it program. The book it program. Oh my god, that's right. Yep, yep. It's funny you There's talk some... about paper routes, Eric, because um, me as a kid in the eighties, living in St. Paul, there was the morning edition of the Pioneer Press mm. and the afternoon edition of the Pioneer Press. That wasn't the Dispatch. Uh, it was Press had and they Dispatch. Merged? Okay. They, I think they had merged by then, and I was one that was very happy that my parents, or mostly my dad, got the afternoon edition of the Weekly Pioneer Press. I waited for that paper boy or paper girl to show up with that paper, and I read it before my dad got home from from work. I just so. love that attitude of, hey, 12-year-old on the street corner, why don't you have a job? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's... 100%. And actually, the paper that I'm referring to is the is the local paper. It was, the I think, a Wednesday and Saturday papers. Uh, that I did, and so it was after school. Uh, it was a bu- you know a big pile of uh, a bundle of papers left in the driveway by whoever was doing doing the the delivery there, and then having to spend that Wednesday afternoon and Thursday all all deliveries had to be made by Thursday. But uh, on the bike, yeah, twelve, thirteen years old, uh, out in the neighborhood, and uh, just stuff that is not as unheard of today. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's it's just kids being out on their bikes is unheard of, much less having to come up with a route and collect the money. Yeah, exactly. That I could... want my two dollars. The movie Spaceballs that you were referencing. Uh, you know, first of all, VCRs. I remember uh, the days before remote controls. So the VCR when oh, the, yeah. when the television show. About? We were the remote control. <laughs> right. Yes. Exactly. Hey, get up and change yes. the channel. Oh, but that... uh, I'm thinking uh, some of the good movies like Commando, uh, <laughs> Terminator, uh, or any of these, these uh, it would be on the movies. television, yeah. and then having to push the button. To, so recording it, having to, to put it was a long extension cord, some kind of a, a, a yep. toggle switch that stopped the recording and then started the recording. Did anyway, you have VHS those, or definitely beta? the good old days. Did you have VHS or Beta, Eric? Uh, I had VHS, but okay. my friend had Beta. Yeah. Oh, that war. Oh, that was hilarious. Thank you, Eric. That is so awesome. Thanks for calling Thank you. in. And I think we know who Eric really is. But anyway, I am fun. I am old enough that uh, growing up, when we got a video rental place in our town, mm-hmm. my dad had to rent the VCR as well. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think. we did not have one. We didn't have one either. And then when we got one in my family, it was, it was a big deal. And then the thing yep. after that that became the big deal was getting cable. So we got we got cable before we got a VCR. I think I think we had it. And this VCR is going to work into what I want to talk about in the second hour as well. Okay. But I love the fact that we grew up when cable didn't know what it was. Right. When it was figuring itself out. Yes. When there was an arts channel and an entertainment channel and a mm. Nickelodeon kids channel and HBO's over there. Yeah. And an MTV. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And. Yeah, it's now they're all the same channel. It's yeah. all reality schlock. Yeah, and it's it's, all it's a crap. river of sludge. It, exactly, it's exactly how you should uh, uh, talk about that. Right, and I remember we got the first thing we did when we got the VCR was uh, HBO was airing 
the Muppets Take Manhattan. Oh, my gosh. And my parents are like, we should record this so when the kids are fussy, we can just throw this in. Right. And I remember sitting and watching it as it's recording, Mm -hmm. dead silent, because I thought it it would pick up stuff in the room. Oh, my gosh. That's (laughs) hilarious. Oh, my gosh. So it was the most patient I've ever been watching a movie as a child. Um. And, and, oh, shoot, I just had something going back on that, too, with the, the VCRs and the movies. That I came. Oh, a friend of mine uh, living in St. Paul, my friends across the alley, their parents had HBO before cable. So they had the little dish oh. up on their roof, and then they had this little square box on their TV, and they had HBO, home box office, before cable had come was coming HBO through the neighborhood. HBO started like seventy two, I think. Yeah, this was this was around. Let's see, probably eighty three or something like that. I'm trying to think of when then we got cable, which was probably shortly after that. But yeah, seventy two. Yeah, remember HBO was cable before there was cable. Right before satellite before it was satellite. It was it, it it's really funny. But anyway, yeah, that's one of my memories I have. It's, you, you talk about movies. This is what it's going to be like for the next hour. It's yeah, just, that's, call in. A, a concept, share your, sparking concept. Yeah, share your is, memories. Nowadays, like, oh, I want to watch a movie. And so you open up Netflix and, oh, this is all crap. And you yeah. bring up Hulu and, oh, I don't like any of this. Yeah, Prime. I miss walking into a uh-huh. family video or a, well, I'm like a blockbuster, but it's like we had the weird offshoot, off-brand. Right. Yeah, we had that in our neighborhood too. What like, was yours called? Update video, video update. There's one. Okay, video. I worked for video update. That's how old I am. But I liked. I worked in the corporate office headquartered in St. Paul. I liked walking through slowly, looking at all yes. of the little cardboard boxes with full color pictures on it, yep. and like you'd see one or two of the movies you recognize, and about twenty movies. That you knew were terrible, but they were trying really hard on the cover of their video to look interesting. Like, please rent me. Yeah. Please rent, yeah. like, Sorority Summer 2. <laughs> and it's like, well, that looks like garbage. Yeah. But I, I appreciate the effort. Right. And just, like, what are we going to bring home today and watch? And we have to watch it because we paid for it. Yeah. And we have to do it in three days. Yep. And get it back. Yep. We had, uh... We'll talk. Oh, this is amazing. Thank you, Spencer. I had a crush on Rick Astley. I still do. Who didn't? (laughs) All right, we'll be back after the break. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking relief factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years. 
years now. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. C.S. Lewis once said, education without values seems to make man a more clever devil. A Christian education is the solution to this problem and can be yours for half price for your child's first year. TwinCitiesTuitions.com and area schools are working together to make this a reality for families just like yours. Now you can equip your child with the knowledge and moral foundation needed for them to make an impact in today's world. To see the full list of participating half-off tuition institutions, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. I remember when we found out we were expecting you and we were so surprised. You were? Yep, but then we heard your heartbeat and knew you were going to change our lives. What happened after that? Well, you grew and grew in my tummy. You started kicking, sucking your thumb, and even making a fist. No wonder I was a surprise. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Come and take a tour of the shores of Lake Phelan, assisted living and memory care. With our gorgeous lake views and spacious apartments, you experience resort-style living in a park-like setting. Our care team is in the building 24-7, and we have great food and engaging activities. The shores of Lake Phelan is excellence in senior living every day. Located between Lake Keller and Lake Phelan. Visit theshoresoflakephelan.com. That's theshoresoflakephelan.com. See, the danger is, is that you play a song go so good that I don't want to talk over it. I don't either. Benjamin Kersey filling in for Brad Carlson here on 1280 The Patriot. That's NASCAR Kelly Gunderson. Howdy. And that was Total Eclipse of the Heart by Bonnie Tyler. That was huge in the 80s, and I think I had that song on either the 45 or the cassette, but that was crazy. <laughs> Rocking the single. Yeah. Um, uh, so we were talking. We were. We've been talking uh, uh, this mor- uh, this afternoon, this morning, oh, about morning. Uh, growing up Gen X, and not necessarily that our generation is better, uh, that our uh, generation is uh, worse, but that I I appreciate growing up in the. Uh, in the 80s, mm-hmm. in the 70s and 80s that we did, yep. that I think it prepped us for life better than if I had to grow up with the internet and a constant stream of information. David has called in uh, to talk about uh, the shows and movies uh, that he grew up with. David. Hi. Well, I'm not sure I'm talking about what I grew up with. I'm talking about something current that I I, thought, I saw yesterday that I thought was really cool. Okay, I, I was on, I got the internet hooked up to two different TVs, okay? Okay. So based on that, then there's on the selections, 
there's, you know, you can go to SmartCast or Roku or whatever. Well, under those, there's Tubby and there's Pluto and there's all sorts Tubby. of things. Yes. Well, I was on Tubby and I was looking at some, you know, movies and stuff. And one of them was a documentary on the 25 um, prophecies of the Bible, right? I was like, okay, cool. I'll watch that. So when it got done playing that one, then it moved on to another movie or documentary in the same topic. And when it got done with that one, it, it just kept going like that. So I thought, wow, that's, you know, that's so awesome, you know. Because, you know, when you're in a, for me, when I'm in a mode where I want to learn something and, and stuff, and it's on a topic, like, it's it's kind of nice to have different perspectives. Thanks, Dave. Was his name Dave? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I get that. I mean, because, like, you don't, not many people, like, just watch over-the-air TV or cable TV where you just have it on and okay. whatever's going on. But we but, had to. Yes, right. This and that is what was, I want to talk about. Yeah. That was a good thing for us growing up, yes. the fact that. We had four over-the-air stations, three over-the-air stations, because I'm not, I'm not going to include PBS. Well, you were, you were in Wisconsin too. I think you had less over there than we had over here. But we were, I was lucky in that our cable system had the local stations, so yeah. the Eau Claire NBC and the Eau Claire ABC, uh, but also showed us the Twin City stations as well. Nice. So we could lucky. watch CCO and uh, Channel 11 and Channel 9 and Channel 5. Right. Until they said. We can't do this anymore. You get to pick one. Yeah. And we picked CCO. Um, you picked the Twin Cities. Well, we picked, We had to pick one station out of the Twin Cities that we could watch, and it was only the local news. Ah. Because the, the lacrosse CBS station was like, those are our ratings. You, if you're going to watch oh. CBS, you got to watch us. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, we'll keep WCCO on, uh, but it'll only be available when the local news, when when programming yeah. is different than what's airing on Channel 8. Got it. Okay. Uh, so this is growing up in Eau Claire. Yeah. Um, but what I liked about is that th- I, I'm a kid on a Sunday afternoon, mm-hmm. and the only thing on right now is the Get Along Gang, and it's awful. <laughs> but I'm watching every episode of it because it's the only thing on. Right. And I'm not an outdoor kid. Right. Well, I just, um, speaking of what David was talking about with Roku and, and all that stuff, mm-hmm. so I have a Roku TV, and so uh, there's a Roku channel, they call it, which is really, like, its own, like, cable system. Mm-hmm. So, like, you get all these, like, weird... Uh, it ad-supported old televisions, yeah. Right, and it's it's a bunch of channels that... I don't think many of them are on a cable, but yeah, it's ad supported. No, Pluto TVs like this as well. Yeah, and so you can get the Pluto channels and you can get the Tubby channels and stuff. But here's one funny I thing on Roku. I think it's Tubi, like yeah. like Tube. Oh, like TV, not tube. Tubby. Yeah, like hey, well, fatso. Any- well, anyway, I-, I brought up to you, and you already knew about it, which is uh, the Bob Barker, the Bob Price Barker is right. era, yeah. Price is Right channel, and all they stre- all it streams on there is just old yeah. Bob Barker. As you finish one and another one, and it goes on to the another Ba-ba-ba-da. one, and it does have ads. Here it comes, <laughs> the fabulous sixty minute Price is Right. <laughs> Come on down, you do you do Johnny Olson better than anybody that I know, Benjamin. There's Johnny Olson, but it's so funny to watch that. So I had that on, it had my seventeen year old kids on in, in the house, and. I just said this is this is TV when I was younger yes. in the eighties, and you know the whole thing with the the Price Is Right models and 
you know, Barker's Beauties, please. Barker's Beauties, yes. And it's just, it's, I mean, I love that stuff. And then looking at the products, like the olive green dishwasher, (laughs) that's $750 back in 1983. That's the fun part is trying to reset your, like, how much would have this cost when I grew up? Yes, it's so great. I love seeing the This AMC Pacer was four grand. Yeah, (laughs) it's so great. Yeah, watching the cars. Oh, my gosh, yeah. California mission. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I loved it. So I like to turn that on when I'm But that was a benefit that you it, – it's uh, the only station, the only station like that right now is TCM. Right. It is like the last station that has committed to its original remit yep. of – If you movies. like old movies, you turn this channel on, yep. and it might not be a movie you're interested in. But there'll be one coming up. But there'll eventually. be one coming up, so you keep the channel on. Yep. And this is what it was like growing up. If It'll... I could buy just that channel, I would. Right. Um, because cable. Well, I mean, let's talk about cable a little bit. Well, you wanted to talk about like, uh, I was going to talk about renting videos. That in my neighborhood, we had a, a standalone video rental store that my mom would take us to on Fridays to go get videos for the weekend, right? And so we would walk there and walk back. And then sometimes I would ride my bike up there to return the videos on Sunday or whatever. And But you'd go alone. I Yeah, sometimes I would go alone to return the I videos. I remember this. I remember vividly going out and doing stuff. You know, just walk down to the store to get uh, a gallon of milk. Yep. Or just, hey, I'm going to go hang out with my buddy and he lives six blocks over. Yep. So I'm just going to take the bike out over there. Yep, go down to the uh, the the rec center, the right. playground. We'd all meet at the elementary school yards to to play around in. Yep, and it's just okay, mom. We're just going to go, and it's be home by the time the street lights turn on, sort yep. of thing. Exactly. And there was no panic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now it's now it's different, and uh, and I'm part of that because I have kids that are teenagers, and um, I, I tried as much as I could to just be. Let them go do something. They bring something up of, hey, we want to go to whatever park or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, go. That's cool. And and I have to kind of get out of my own way of being nervous that they're going to cross a busy street or something like that. So when they were younger teenagers, it's like, no, I want them to go explore a bit. Go ride your bike. Go. I mean, we have a corner store that's farther away. You know, it's like seven, eight blocks away. But it's like, yes, go down there and get an ice cream cone. Go get an icy you know, get a bag of chips or whatever and a pop. I wanted them I'm, I'm to remember, do some I'm of that. And I had to get out of my Dairy own way. Queen was just far enough away to where that was a true adventure. Like, you yeah. had to work to get a blizzard if you wanted to walk to the Dairy Queen. Okay, what I had, and Eastsiders will know this. It's not open anymore. It's a, it's something else that took over the spot. But the Dairyette on Minnehaha Avenue. I Spencer, you know the Dairyettes? <laughs> oh yeah, I grew up right there. I did, I grew up I I grew up closer to East Seventh Street than Minnehaha, but I would ride my bike down there, and I had a friend who lived about two blocks away from there. We would meet up there and get a banana shake or a vanilla coke or an ice cream cone or something in in my teenage years, you know. So, but that was yeah, that was a thing this for is, me too. This is interesting because I grew up in a in I won't I'm not going to say it's a small town. Yeah. It is a medium-sized town, Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Right. Um, but we were on the fringes. Um, you grew up in St. Paul. Yeah. That's but- a much bigger deal of you being out riding around and, and riding your bike. There's a, there's a lot more high-speed roads you're going across. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it was, uh, you know, a little nerve-wracking, but, um, you know, and I'm sure my mother had the same anxiety that I had about my kids going across busy streets now and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But, I mean, they were also, like, a busy street was still, like, 35 miles an hour, <laughs> you know, where it, it was just more traffic. It's right. harder to get across the street because of traffic, not because of speeds. Now, it's completely different over there on the east side. Well, like, no one's paying attention either. Yeah, nobody does 35 in a 35-mile-an-hour zone. But still, yeah, it was that. And, you know, we talked about earlier uh, during the break, like, we were the generation that was the latchkey kids. Yeah, it's, it's hey, you know? well, okay, so last night, yeah. uh, Kelly and I uh, and, uh, some friends. and some friends went out to, um, not Betty Danger's, the other one, Psycho Susie's, because it's closing down, and we wanted yeah. to get in one good time uh, there yeah. and it turns Our out friend Diana wanted to go we're to not really missing place. anything because it's too busy there yeah it was a it was crazy it was crazy crowded yeah uh, the the drinks are quite expensive and full of sugar lo- you full of sugar I was gonna say full of alcohol they were very that too. very strong they were um, strong but uh, what we noticed almost immediately all of us was how many eight-year-olds there were Eight running to around year olds very young kids mm-hmm. like I was not large happy. groups of them with their parents and it's like do not did none of you call for a sitter right you, you you're doing something on a sunday night and you don't call the sitter are saturday. there are saturday there night. i'm sorry saturday night are there no sitters because i i remember being there there was i can't remember when the transition was but i think it was around when i turned 13 mm-hmm. my parents would leave for right. date night and just okay, Ben, you're in charge. Yep. Here's uh, here's twenty dollars to buy a pizza. Yep, we'll be back around nine or ten o'clock or midnight. And yeah, there. It's not like we were going to do anything dangerous because what we could, what could we get up to? Right, right. Because you weren't going to you followed the rules pretty much. Of hey, now I got the house to myself. I can watch whatever I want on TV. Yeah, we. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was a little bit of that too, but I mean. Yeah, like, and now, yeah, I I mean, I was, I, wa- I had to park three blocks away. I think we all did. But I'm walking into the parking lot, and I'm walking up to what I thought was, like, the front door to get in and actually had to go around to the back. And I'm having to tell a group of four, I think, 12-year-old boys, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I'm trying to walk through here. And and I'm like, you know, what? And, and, then, and then I get down to, like, the patio area, and there's kids, like, running around, like, and, and I'm, like. And they're bored because there's nothing for them to do here. Right. So they get in everyone else's face. And I'm, I just, yeah. And I remember being that age of being, being 10, and I'm in a place where there's nothing for me to do. But because I grew up mm-hmm. without a cell phone, without an internet connection, mm-hmm. with nothing on television. Right. We had to train for the boring times. Yeah, you had to entertain yourself. Right. Right. And so uh, when we come back, I'd like to talk about family vacations. Oh. And how, how does a young person entertain themselves on the way down to Orlando? Well, <laughs> Eddie the Patriot. From South St. Paul to Southeast Asia and Little Canada to regular-sized Canada, we're where you are. Listen anytime, anywhere at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature. 
but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. Hi, this is Tim Oberg from the Kingdom Builders. Hey, us Minnesotans are a hardy bunch and have endured another tough winter. Now that spring and summer are coming, it's again time to assess what's happened to your roof or gutters and siding in the past year. The icing conditions we saw all winter may have damaged your roof or gutters, plus we're still seeing roofs damaged from last year's hailstorms. Be advised, many insurance companies only allow a year from the storm date to file a claim on any damage, so it may be prudent to take a look at your roof and gutters if you were hit with any decent-sized hail last year. As always, the Kingdom Builders offers free, no-obligation assessments of your roof and gutters. We'll tell you how much life is left on your roof. All you need to do is give our office a call at 612-900-9166 and we'll get someone out to look things over. Or you can send us a note at thekingdombuilders.com. For roofing, siding, gutters, or replacement windows, remember thekingdombuilders.com. Thanks and may God bless you real good. Back in 2013, I had an idea that homeowners like you who are looking for new siding, roofing, or windows might prefer one short meeting with an industry expert instead of three long-winded, high-pressure salespeople trying to push only one product, especially if they end up with three separate quotes either way. Hi, this is Ryan with My Three Quotes. Thanks to you, this is the 10th anniversary of My Three Quotes. I tried to think of a good anniversary special, but then I realized that the service is already free, there's never an obligation to buy, and it's already the easiest possible way to get multiple contractor bids emailed to you without all the hassle. Whether you've already had some bids or are just starting the process, multiple quotes from me are a must with the wide range of prices and quality for siding, roofing, and windows. So let's celebrate 10 years of homeowners doing things the smart and easy way with the best products and installers. Set up an appointment with me today at GetMyThreeQuotes.com. That's the number three, GetMyThreeQuotes.com. iBelieve.com helps women wrestle with the deeper issues of their faith. Drop by for blogs and daily devotionals for women, plus articles on relationships, health and beauty, parenting, and more. At iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. iBelieve.com. If my father is listening, I apologize. I, was, I did not ask for this song. I asked for that song. I actually love the intro to that song. Uh, Benjamin that, Cruzy, NASCAR Kelly here filling in for Brad Carlson on 1280 The Patriots. Howdy. Um, I asked for that song because being an 80s kid, being a latchkey kid, coming home from school, and mom and dad both being at work, I could watch vh1 or mtv mm. and watch music videos to my heart's content and that's a lot of yacht what, rock in the 80s oh god i love yacht rock so this is the thing is, is that this but is that video is from it that's how i learned movies also was they that, would promote music yes on mtv by, by taking the, the movie that this song is featured in and chopping it up yeah and showing, and setting it to the song. And setting it to the song. So that's from Running Scared with Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines. It's the only reason I know that's that movie. I've never watched the no movie. No one has watched that movie. Everyone knows that song. Yeah. It's hilarious. It's, that's, a, that's a weird um, generation get because my dad hates Michael McDonald. He thinks <laughs> Michael McDonald ruined the Doobie Brothers. 
And oh, so me and my brother. What? That's how they're known to me, but okay. It, it went into, he liked them before, and it went into a different direction. It got more poppy. Um, okay. But uh, no, so it's every so often I will uh, sing a Michael McDonald song, and I'll just see my dad stewing. <laughs> You can see the steam coming out of his ears. And we were on the uh, lake a couple of months back, and uh, he, uh, my dad installed Bluetooth into uh, the, the pontoon oh. so he can play stuff on his phone. Cool. And we get out on the lake, and he, forgets his, he forgot his phone, so he can't play his music. Okay. So I just go, don't worry, I'll just plug in mine into the Bluetooth yep. and play it off of mine. And so I just play a bunch of 70s songs. <laughs> <laughs> and you play 70 songs and you're going to get a Michael McDonald song. Right. And so I would I would intentionally I would recognize it on the first beat and then I would skip it from my volume. <laughs> and then I recognized that Michael McDonald was going to be in this song, but he was a background singer. Oh, with uh, Steely Dan? With Steely Dan, with um, uh, uh, who's sailing? Uh, Christopher Cross. Oh, I didn't know he did the background. He did a, he oh did a lot of background And you love vocals. Christopher Cross. Love Christopher Cross. Um, but I told my dad, look. I will skip it if he's the lead singer. I'm okay. not skipping if he's background vocals. Right. And my dad goes, oh, no, he's great at background. <laughs> he's great at, He's great in the background. I hate oh. him when he's lead. What's that? Oh, okay. Dad. Yeah. Sorry, Mr. Cruzy. But that I love that song. And, and a bunch of 80s movies. You brought up that you watch Legal Eagles. And it's been it's been I on my know. server, and I'm like, I'm going to watch this because uh-huh. I've got a crush on uh, – Deborah Winger. And I have a crush on Robert Redford. And it's just dreamy. It's a mess of a movie. It's not bad. It's just not great. It's top heavy. So I know that song from the video from the soundtrack that Rod Stewart did. Right. I've never watched the movie, but I know of the movie because of uh, I think it's Love Touch. It's yeah, it's the mo- it's the song they don't play it's in over the credits. Yeah, right. Yeah. Didn't show up in the movie at all. Oh, it's so great. I love that. I, I love him. I miss MTV. We're going down a nostalgic road here, not so much just to uh, placate our being old, uh, but because <laughs> I think we genuinely learned good lessons growing up Gen X. We're better human beings because of it. And maybe the best thing I learned was how to be bored. Okay. I remember a, like most of my childhood out of the house having to do things mm-hmm. was my parents dragged me to a thing yep and there was nothing for me to do i remember being in a funeral mm-hmm. and me and my brother were in the in the back room with nothing to do for hours because my parents had to be in the re- receiving line and all this stuff yep and the only thing for a, the only thing in this room was a coffee machine a percolator yes. mhm and me and my brother figuring out how many sugar cubes did we need to dissolve in this coffee for it to, for us to drink it? Yes. We did not. We It doesn't matter. We hated the, fl- the flavor of coffee no matter how much sugar was in it. Right. That's what we learned. But you were playing around with it. But it's the only thing we had to do. <laughs> and now it's, oh, here, kids, here's a Nintendo Switch. Here, yeah. here's an iPad yep. with Bluey on it. Yep. Go, go over there and, go and distract yourself. We didn't have that. I remember... Uh, when I was a kid, uh, when I was like five, my cousin who was older than me showed up to one of these funerals. It was always a funeral, um, with a video game and it, the, it wasn't like, it wasn't like a Game Boy. It wasn't that sophisticated. Okay. It was, uh, it was a, uh, was it the old Coleco, uh, football thing with the little red lights? Something like that. It was, it was nine LEDs, nine red LEDs. Yes. That you could, like, it was programmed to play different games, but mostly tic-tac-toe. 
Okay, we had and, and okay, yeah, we and had the Coleco. It was terrible, but it was such something. high quality technology that we were all drawn to it and yes. demanded to play it, and we didn't get a chance to yeah. because it wasn't ours. Right, right. Oh gosh, yeah, yep. The little handheld 1980s. I think it was Coleco um, that had football and. I, th- I don't know if there was a hockey one. There was a baseball one. But that football one, me yeah, and my oh, brother. My next-door neighbor had the football one. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, because uh, when you would score a touchdown, do 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 It was great. <laughs> everybody knows, everybody who's listening knows exactly what I'm talking about. But we were Love trained it. because uh, we would have family vacations in the summer, right around this time of year. That's cool. And it started off, you know, like uh, we would go to Wyoming and back. Wow. Yeah. And there's nothing along the way. Yeah. Uh, or we'd go to, like, uh, Madison. We'd see the Wisconsin State Capitol. One time we went all the way down to Orlando and back <gasps> wow. uh, by car. We had friends in Tennessee, so we were able to stop there. That's cool. But we, me and my brother, it's like kids these days, they got televisions in the car. Yep. It's, um, we, you know, it's, we had to figure out. So we had, we had books. We had mad magazines, like Eric called in about. Yep. Uh, but most of all, we had Walkman. Oh, yeah. And, and I had, I had comedy tapes. Oh my gosh! So I listened to so many stand-up comedians. Like who? Who'd you listen to in the car? Well, mostly it was <laughs> Bill Cosby. Oh yeah, yep, yep. So I listened to a lot of Bill Cosby. Someone in my family, and I think it was my dad, recorded a Robin Williams stand-up act off of an HBO special. Oh, wow! And my parents didn't know I was listening to that. Oh wow! And I re-listened to it back as an adult. Uh huh. Ninety percent of that I shouldn't have been listening to. <laughs> Like going into an elementary school talking about Mr. Happy. That's not that's not something that should have happened. Uh, oh, I love that stuff. So, yeah, nostalgia. We're going to talk uh, current things now. We're going to talk about bit, the current yeah. state of the Minnesota Twins. And sports TV. And sports television, yes. It's uh, back when having a cable uh, uh, was fun. Uh, now having cable is a nightmare it's and gives terrible. you headaches. Yeah. And you don't know where to watch anything. All I want to do is watch The Wild and watch The Twins. Me too. And television makes it impossible. I'm Benjamin Cruzy. She's NASCAR Kelly. We're filling in for Brad Carlson on AM 1280 to Patriot. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances. Heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Call 800-942-1451 to customize your plan. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-942-1451 for your free quote. 
That's 800-942-1451. More than 80 million Americans count on AM radio stations like this one for news, weather updates, and the opportunity to discuss and debate important issues facing our country. But some people want to remove AM radio from new cars being manufactured, and we cannot let that happen. The Senate Commerce Committee has approved the AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act, Senate Bill 1669, and moved it on for a vote in the full Senate. It also faces action in the U.S. House. Your U.S. Senator and your representative in Congress are in your home state during the annual congressional recess this August. When you see your senator or congressman visiting your community, please tell them you want their support to keep AM radio strong, vibrant, and available to you in your car. This is your chance to stand up and be heard. And you can text AM to 52886. Just text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to support AM radio. Text AM to 52886. We're here with another satisfied JTR roofing customer. What did your home need? We needed an exteriors update. We needed roofing, siding, um, entry doors, and our storm doors replaced. Why did you choose JTR Roofing? After meeting with their sales team and looking at the products that we're offering as well as the warranty, it was an easy choice to choose JTR. What did you think of the work JTR did? The job was completed in a timely manner. The crews were very professional and the workmanship was outstanding. We didn't have any surprises along the way or on our final bill. JTR was very knowledgeable and made it very comfortable from start to finish. Our house looks great. We received multiple compliments from friends and family. I was 100% satisfied with the work from JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. AM 1280, The Patriot is double... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.